0: Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at Newworthlaw N E U W I R T H L A W dot com or uh by phone at two one five two five nine three six eight seven. So today I want to talk to you about something that um there's no easy way to say it. I guess it's called a pre-existing condition. I was trying to think about a better way to say it. but So let's say, um, you know, a lot of people come to me and they've never had a car accident before or slip and fall before. And they say, well, but, you know, <clears throat> I know one of the points against me is going to be that I have this, you know, pre-existing whatever it is. So the way the, you know, and that may reduce my damages, this and that. So, you know, most every one of us has something uniquely weird or unusual or not normal, I guess, <laughs> about our bodies. It's just what something we've grown up with and, you know, most people have something curious. Um, you know, I'll tell you my left thumb has a weird genetic thing where it looks like a T if I bend it the right way. So... Anyway, a lot of people are in accidents and have much worse outcomes from the accident than your average normal textbook human being would because they've got a pre-existing condition. So, what is the what does the law have to say about that? Well, you know, one of the first things you learn in I think first year of law school is that you take the plaintiff or you take the injured victim as you find them. So what does that mean? It means that a pre-existing condition is exactly that. It doesn't affect your damages and it shouldn't be held against you. And while defense lawyers will try and hold it against you and insurance companies will try and hold it against you, really, if you take your case to trial, a judge will instruct the jury that that pre-existing condition is something that is really the defendant's fault. They should not have hit you with their car. They should not have caused you to fall. They should not have done whatever they did that got you injured. And the fact that you're more injured because you have a pre-existing condition is not your fault. It's actually theirs. So the the kind of colloquial legal term is the eggshell plaintiff, you know, the, I guess among lawyers, you know, we always sort of push everything to the nth degree to make a point and argument. So if you were a plaintiff made of eggshells, the fact that you're hit by someone with their car while you're crossing the street, you know, doesn't make you crossing the street, you know, in an eggshell condition, your fault, it's still the defendant's fault. And what happens? Well, the defendant's responsible for whatever injuries he causes. The fact that you happen to have eggshell bones or whatever your condition is, it's not your fault. It's their fault for hitting you. So, you know, it's obviously an extreme example, but if you back it up to normal life, um, you know, you'll find that there are plenty of people who have weird conditions that are worsened or aggravated. So the most common way this comes up is... You know, I a 55-year-old um, working, you know, postal worker comes to me and they were in a car accident and they've never had back pain before. And they're fairly healthy because they're postal workers and they walk all the time. And they're in a car accident. All of a sudden, they've got terrible back pain. And doctor orders an MRI and it finds they have arthritis in their spine. And the defense lawyer or the insurance company says, well, you've got arthritis in your spine. That's the cause of your back pain. It has nothing to do with this car accident, okay? So that's your pre-existing condition. Sorry, you may hear my, my dogs barking once in a while. Um, so I guess that's why I was thinking about the mailman, because the dogs bark at the mailman. That means the mail is here. So anyway, now, you know, in the situation where you've got arthritis in the spine, which most every one of us has arthritis in our spine to some extent and to some degree by the time we're 55, you know, is that fair to you as the plaintiff? Okay, well, did the first question I usually ask is, do you ever have back pain before this? Sometimes people say yes, sometimes people say no, and that kind of changes the valuation of the case in my mind. But if you go back through someone's records and you find no visits to the doctor or hospital for back pain, the fact that they had arthritis in their spine is just a fact. It doesn't really tell you very much about whether they had back pain, because you can have no back pain with arthritis, or you can just have really low-level back pain that doesn't really do much for you. Maybe you take a Tylenol once in a while. And all of a sudden, after this car accident, what's going on? The lady postal worker can't. You know, work as much because her job is physically demanding. She's got to carry a bag, she's got to walk a lot, all that stuff worsens her back pain and she needs injections. So, the doctor on the defense lawyer's doctor is going to say, Well, this is all just a result of her arthritis. Well, you know what? To me, that's a pre existing condition. The fact of the matter is that she never needed any medical care before this. The fact that she has arthritis in her spine is not surprising. And one, it's a pre-existing condition, so you shouldn't hit her. And two, the arthritis in her spine actually makes her more prone to have injuries after car accidents. So it's almost like a setup for further injury. She is therefore the eggshell plaintiff because you have this lady walking around who looks otherwise healthy, but has a real you know, spine that's prone to injury. And then you go ahead and hit her with your car. What's going to happen? Of course, she's going to be injured. So you know that's kind of the pre-existing condition it's not it's a little more subtle than what most people come to me with most people come to me with you know concerns that well you know i've always had kind of a you know a bad knee or i had a knee surgery when i was um 17 and you know now my i need a knee replacement because of this fall that's a little bit more you know complicated but explainable uh, you know, what's a what's a really hard situation? A really hard situation is like, all right, um, you know, I had problems with, you know, ulcers and I can't take pain medication and therefore I'm in more pain as a result of this because I can't take pain medication. You know, it's sort of like a little mushy, nondescript. So lawyers and what i do we like sort of basic simple straightforward stuff because we like things that don't bring your credibility into question um you know if you had a lifetime of back pain and then you have a car accident and you've got back pain you know well what's what's is that a pre-existing condition yes how are we going to tell that your your current back pain is different than your prior back pain well, that's almost going to be impossible. So that's going to reduce the value of your case unless, you know, your treatment in this case is, is markedly different or more aggressive than your past treatment. So that's pre-existing condition. There are a thousand different conditions. The point of the matter is that, you know, the eggshell plaintiff is how lawyers look at it. Defense lawyers will always try and say this was all pre-existing, and they'll go hunting through your medical records looking for the the vaguest hint of prior uh, complaints to say, aha, you know, it wasn't just latent. It was actually something that was there. And and yet now you're just trying to associate, you know, pain from this accident. That was your normal level of pain anyway. So that's the other side of the fence. And uh, generally that's what we fight against. So this has been Ask Andy. I hope you have a great day. I hold people accountable.